going on, y'all? Welcome to another edition of the Pick and Pop Podcast. My name is Brian, and I'm alongside Aldrin. And today's episode is called the '96 Redraft. How was your week? Pretty good, man. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Been a pretty good week for myself. You? Yeah, it's been a pretty good week. Just been working, chilling. Same. Uh, watching a few summer league games. A couple guys that I like out there. Um, you know, like Benedict Mathman. We were talking off air, and yeah. obviously Ivy Stud. Yeah, Ivy's gonna be a stud. Um, a couple of good guys out Chet. there. Chet, Chet, look uh, good. Chet, um, what was that dude? Ken, uh, Ken Lofton Jr. Yeah, um, Bonchero's really good. I think Bonchero. I got him already for rookie of the year. I know it's early, but I think he he can get that. Yeah, man, magically gonna be. They have a bright future, so there's a lot of good basketball. But, yeah, but, uh, you know, in today's episode, we're gonna do something special. Do a redraft of the 1996 NBA draft, one of the most famous drafts in history. Yeah, yeah. I think it is the. For me, it's the most famous. Yeah, I mean, you got guys like Allen Iverson, Kobe, Ray Allen, Antoine Walker. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Camby, Derek Fisher, Jermaine O'Neal, Paige Storyakovich, Steve oh, Nash, yeah. Tony Delk, Jermaine so, O'Neal. Yeah, there's a lot of good guys uh, on this list, so we're going to do a 96 draft. So the way we'll do it is we'll alternate picks. We'll talk about who got drafted in there originally and then who we pick in that draft. Yep. Um, so we'll start it off. I got the first pick in the draft for Philadelphia, and I'm picking Kobe Bean Bryant, obviously. Uh, my opinion, he was the best player to come out of this draft. Uh, I, Allen Iverson was drafted originally. Uh, in this position, which it wasn't a bad pick, obviously. You get yeah. Allen Iverson as a Hall of Famer. Everyone knows what he – probably the greatest sixer of all time. Yeah. Uh, I'd that, say he is the greatest. You know, he took that trash team and put him on his back, went to the finals against Kobe and Shaq, ironically. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, obviously I'm going to go with Kobe, though, because he was the best player in his draft, five-time champion. I think um, Kobe would have been good uh, immediately because they would have played him a lot more. Yeah, he would because he had to come off the bench his rookie year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would have took Kobe in this. I'm taking Kobe in this slot. I just think it's a good pick. Five time champion, great second greatest two guard of all time, two way player. Yeah. Um, tons of great accolades from you know MVP, two times Finals MVP. Um, I believe he was an 18 time All Star. Uh, the list goes the on list and goes on. goes on and on. Like, you know, obviously. Didn't he win a, um, oh, he's from Philly, too. He grew yeah, up there. And so he's from it would have been good. That would have been great for them. Uh, I don't think he would have won championships being in Philly, though. No, just no, because, no. I mean, obviously AI didn't. And, and then he, he didn't. He wouldn't have never gotten that. He played the Shaq or had that one-two punch. Yeah. You know, with the with You the needed Lakers. that one-two punch. Yeah, you need it. Uh, yeah, he was an 18-time All-Star, uh, four-time All-Star game MVP, 11-time All-NBA, uh, nine-time uh, All-Defensive teams, yeah, obviously top 75 player of all time, um, you know. So, yeah, I'm going with Kobe on the number one pick. You got number two pick. So, originally, the number two pick was Marcus Camby, but I'm going to pick Allen Iverson to the Toronto Raptors. Um, obviously, the answer, uh, that's his nickname, uh, AI was an unstoppable guard, um, could get to the basket at will, a scorer, a deadly scorer. <laughs> He was an assassin. One of the yeah. arguably between him and Detroit, the Pistons, Isaiah Thomas, for like the greatest small players of all time. Yeah, uh, he's the guy that made me a fan of basketball in the NBA. Uh, you know, just he revolutionized the game. Revolutionized the game. A lot of guys to really be able to just be themselves. He kind of introduced like the hip hop culture to the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was because of him. Dave Underrated Stone. shoe. Underage shoe line, uh, the answer. I had that shoe as a kid. Yeah, same. Um, for his career, he averaged 26 points, um, six assists. Um, uh, his that, that coach that he had, uh, what's it called, um, Brown? Uh, um, Larry Brown. When, when Larry got there, changed his position, and he was mad, but it, it kind of evolved him. Yeah, because he wasn't a point guy. He was a two. Yeah, he was, he was a scorer, and... People sometimes it gets me mad because sometimes people leave him off the shooting guard list. I mean, I think he is. Would you say he's fourth after Wade? Yeah, after Wade. After Wade, I'd put him. So, 
Um, definitely ahead of Harden. I don't care. Yeah, definitely ahead of Harden because he he was able to carry that that wash team to the finals. Um, but I'd I'd have him on the Raptors. He'd obviously play with Vince and Damon Stoudemire. Um, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, him and Vince. Uh, Vince would probably have to move to the three. I'm guessing T Mac probably never would have got drafted there because yeah. they would have been probably too good. Exactly, they would have been pretty good. Um, I don't know how he'd be over there, but it it'd be cool to that. That's where I'd I'd pick obviously because Kobe definitely would have to go number one, and then he's to me he's like the second best player in that draft. Yeah, hands down. I mean, Bubba Chuck, <laughs> Bubba Chuck, that'd have been a nice one-two punch with him and, him and Vince. Vince. Yeah, yeah, he would have to play point at that. See, back then, like, like I feel like they would work to better now in today's time. Yeah. But, like, back then, they were just so fixated on positions. Yeah. They would try, probably try to make him be more of a passer than a scorer, and that's not his game. I think he'd be um, a shooting guard, and then they'd just let Damon run point. Yeah, and then you could have Vince at the three. You could have Vince at the three, because Vince, Vince could, could play the three. I mean, he did eventually in his career. Yeah, so you got Damon Sotomayor, you got... Uh, Allen Iverson, you got Vince Carter. That's not a bad lineup. You got no, two not. guys that could give you 30 a game. No yeah. one else would shoot, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they wouldn't really need to. And his assist ain't bad, six. Not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, he, was, he wasn't he was a great defender, but he could get in the passing lanes and get yeah. some steals. He led the league in steals a few times. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, uh, you know, it's not to a me, bad that's thing. defense. Yeah. If you could steal the ball from the opposing, opposing um, player. Yeah, it's a part of, you know, the, the game. game. Yeah, it's part of the game. All right, number three. Number three for number three pick for the Vancouver Grizzlies at the time before they went to Memphis. I'm going to go with Ray Allen. This dude, there was actually some debate online, people trying to say Clay Thompson is better than a prime Ray Allen. I was like, I don't know what drugs you guys are on, what you're smoking. <laughs> Maybe uh, synthetic weed or something, but like, nah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Clay was never better than Ray Allen. Ray Allen was like, a, he was an actual star player in the league. Yeah. Uh, he is more than just a shooter. Like, you got, people got to watch his, like, Bucks highlights. Yeah. Like, he could go to the rack, he could shoot off the dribble, catch and shoot. Uh, you know, Clay is a better defender than him, and the shooting is pretty much equal. So I, no, nah, I, I would, I would definitely say Ray Allen by far. Um, you know, he had a great career. You know, a Hall of Fame career. Obviously, he started off with the Bucks. He then he went to the, the Sonics, where he didn't really do much over there, aside from like career, you know, statistics. And then yeah, uh, he obviously won a championship with the Celtics, won a championship with the Heat. Um, you know, his, his game aged good. So he was able to kind of just settle down and be like a role player and then provide a, you know, a boost to teams. Because without him being on that Miami Heat team, they wouldn't have beat that Spurs team. They would have no, only had. For sure. He yeah. played a lot of minutes for the Heat that year. And he had that clutch shot where Bosch got the rebound and kicked it to him while he's backpedaling for the three. <laughs> Uh, yeah, without him, you know, LeBron and Wade and Bosch only have one ring together. So, yeah, yeah, I definitely say he's had a Hall of Fame career. Um, like I said, uh, one of the best two guards. You could probably say maybe top five, top six two guards in history. Uh, I mean, I guess for the five slots between him and James Harden. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I wouldn't be mad if you say you think James Harden's better, but uh, he, he's minimum, up there too. Yeah, he's up there too. It's either between Ray or James Harden for top for the fifth spot for two guys of all time. I'm waiting for that Milwaukee like thirty for thirty. I would love to hear that story because they were so close to going to that finals. Imagine if they went to the finals against Shaq and Kobe. Oh, yeah. That would have been a really interesting finals too. Yeah, they had a nice big three with Sam Cassell, Ray Allen, and then uh, Glenn, uh, Glenn Robinson. Yeah. Uh, and they actually went to seven games against that Sixers team. It was, uh, I remember that series being a little suspect officiating-wise. Yeah, I remember watching that as a kid. It was uh, bad. Yeah, I'm thinking the league wanted the Sixers AI versus Kobe and Shaq. Yeah. Because Ray Allen was a star player, but he wasn't that, like, household, like, superstar name, like uh, AI or T-Mac or Kobe, Shaq at that time. They hated George Carl. George Carl, yeah. yeah they he did. messed up that franchise. They hated him, too. I, I remember he, Mello, him and Melo hate each other. I think he hates Melo more. He still talks bad about Melo to this day. <laughs> 
Like, he just yeah. did not like Melo at all. Uh, but, I mean, I, I you know, Ray Allen was one of my favorite players going growing up as a kid. Um, shoot the lights out was pretty much like one of the guys that you could say one of the greatest shooters of all time, top five yeah. shooter of all time, kind of laid the foundation for guys like Clay and, and Curry. Um, you know, he did have the record for most three points, three point shots made of all time before Curry broke it. Um, so, you know, that, that, you know, Ray Allen was a beast, man, underrated. So people who haven't seen oh, him yeah. play in his prime, like go look up his highlights on the box. Like he's, he wasn't just a catch and shoot role player. Yeah, exactly. He was you know, more he, than that. Yeah, he was a star. And you got the you got the fifth pick. No, the fourth fourth pick. pick. Yeah. Uh, so for the fourth pick, I got Steve Nash. Oh, yeah, Steve. I forgot about Nash. Yeah, Steve Nash. So I mean, Steve Nash, two two MVPs. Um, the one of the greatest point guards of that two thousand era. Yeah. Right. Would you yeah. agree? Yeah, easily. He was um, a late bloomer. Uh, yeah, he was a late bloomer, but I. I could see him doing very good in Milwaukee. Yeah, easily. He wouldn't have all those distractions. Um, they wouldn't go far for a while, but I think he would have been a great point guard for them um, eventually because he was a late bloomer. Um, I was going to pick Stefan, but I Steve was just – I couldn't pass on Steve. Yeah, I, I forgot about Steve. I would have took him over Ray, but yeah, that's a good pick. <laughs> Yeah, that's what uh, I got for the fourth pick going to Milwaukee. We we obviously know that uh, Steve Nash is a coach now at on the Brooklyn Nets, and <laughs> he kind of it's kind of a bad fit for him. I, I think he should have been an assistant before being a head coach. Um, it's not it's not an easy job, especially coaching those type of personalities that he's doing dealing with right now. Yeah, it wasn't. A, I don't think he deserved. Like he just came out of nowhere. Yeah, Kenny Atkinson was amazing over there. He did a lot with them, and they got rid of him for because you know, people just KD wanted to. And, yeah. yeah, and Kyrie didn't want him or whatever for whatever reason. But yeah, Steve Nash, Hall of Fame point guard, uh, really put Phoenix on, on the, the map. map. Yeah, him <laughs> and Amari. Yeah, they were like arguably probably the second greatest pick and roll combination of all time after uh, yeah. stockton and malone yeah they they their bench was loaded they had joe johnson they had um they had uh Barbosa, what's his name robinson uh robinson uh, uh richardson quentin Richard, richardson quentin richardson yeah that uh, jason richardson too uh, yeah they got jason richardson after had, a while um who else joe Barbosa, johnson uh boris dl uh kurt thomas yeah kurt kurt was nice they stretch big yeah he's like you know he had the mid-range stretch four Mm -hmm. uh bar uh boris dial was great too back yeah boris Uh, could pass uh he was very skilled and they revolutionized the game because that kind of led the way for today's the way today's game is played yeah definitely Um, for sure pace and space shooting threes like they were a little bit ahead of their time yeah. The only thing that prevented them from winning a chip was just not playing defense, and that's it. Yeah, D'Antoni system. What can you? Ex- I mean, what do you expect? Yeah, because if they played defense, they would have won multiple championships. I wish they got a good defensive guy for D'Antoni's squad, because they still, even with D'Antoni being their head coach, they still could have won. You see yeah, what I'm if they had an assistant coach like that a Thibodeau. Was, yeah, that was good at defense. <laughs> Think about that. Steve Kerr actually wanted to hire Thibodeau as an assistant, but um, D'Antoni didn't want him. Wow. Because they would have won championships with, with Thibodeau as, I, absolutely. as an assistant coach. And then you have D'Antoni. Because I actually feel like both of them were really probably better suited to be assistants, but I think together they would have been a nice combo. Yeah, they would have been a nice combo. We all we obviously know Thibodeau's in, um, on New York and – yeah, Thibodeau's a great defensive coach. Like I was saying, yeah. and Amari was—he he really put Amari on the map too. Because Amari, his first couple of years with Marbury, he was getting like thirteen a game. But then, like that first season with with Nash, he shot up from thirteen to twenty-six a game. Yeah, Amari really was like, like the third best power forward after Dirk Dun- and um, yeah, maybe after fourth Dirk and Duncan and then Garnett, Duncan. Oh yeah, Garnett so fourth. Yeah, behind those guys, but yeah. he was, yeah, he was a beast. Like when he was in his prime before the injuries. Yeah. Um, you know, super athletic. He could shoot the mid range. He could shoot the three. 
um, pick and roll. He was like a demon in that. Like I have to say, after Carl Malone, he's probably like the second best pick and roll big man of all time. Um, freaking Steve nature. Steve reminded me of uh, of what's his name? Um, Carl Jason Malone's, Kidd. Carl oh, Stock- Malone's, Stockton. Stockton. He reminded me of like that Jason yeah. Kidd Stockton type. But like a better score. Yeah. I think he should have shot way more threes in his career because he could really shoot. He could. I like how he would. I remember seeing him when 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 those playoffs. I remember he used to. He had a couple big shots in those playoff games. They just couldn't get. They couldn't pass the Spurs. The Spurs were too good. Yeah, very late bloomer. Because on Dallas, he was kind of like um, like a a Ricky Rubio who could shoot. Yeah, basically. He was getting. He give you like twelve and twelve, twelve game, twelve points, twelve assists. Yeah. Um, but when he was in that D'Antoni offense, he literally like. He could just move the ball. Yeah, it was kind of like Harden went from like a good player to like superstar playing with um, D'Antoni. Yeah, that's what happened with Steve Nash. Steve Nash he was yeah. a role player and then a superstar once he got with D'Antoni. Then when he left Phoenix, he caught, he just never was the same. Nah, it was that that system kind of really made him blossom and turn him to an all time great. Yeah. So with the fifth pick. Oof, who's my selection? I got Originally it's Ray Allen. <laughs> Originally it's Ray Allen. I guess I'm gonna go with uh shoot, I guess I'll go with Marbury. Yeah. Uh you know, Marbury was you know, he wasn't a superstar. I think he was a star, like an all star level point guard. Yeah. Um, I really think point guards in this era that he played in were kind of held back because, you know, if you were a point guard, you had to be a pass-first type of guy. Like, if you average 18 points a game, they looked at you as a ball hog, where, like, now a Steph Curry can average, like, 30 points a game and no one will bat an eye. Yeah. I just think he was more of a, a score-first point guard, but he was forced to be a pass-first just because of the style of play in, t- in that era. I was okay with him scoring first because he still playmaked. It's not like he just did everything. Yeah, he'd give you 18 and 9. Yeah, that's you know? that's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. But I, th- I just think he was he could have scored more. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I see where you're at. It's just uh, the style of play of that era. They were just so fixated KG on loved roles. Him. Yeah, I, I was mad that they broke up, him and uh, KG. Yeah, they were so good together. Well, I mean, he wanted to leave. You know, yeah, it's because it's Minnesota. It was because of him they, they kind of implemented the whole rookie extension thing because yeah. he left after his rookie deal. He kind of he wanted to be the franchise, the star player, but it was obviously KG's team, so that was you know the reasoning for him leaving and going to uh, Phoenix, was it? Yeah, he went to Phoenix, and then he got traded to New Jersey after. Or was it? New Jersey, then the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, and then the Knicks, yeah. He was an all-star in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but he was a solid uh, point guard. You know, he had a nice handle. He could score. He could really play make. He did, the problem. He went to the Knicks, and the problem with the Knicks is that they got him to be the savior, and that's not him. He was no. If you had an actual put a number, lot of stress on him. Yeah, if you had an actual superstar, he could make that guy better. Mm-hmm. But he's not a superstar, and that was the issue when he came to the Knicks. Like they got him to be the savior, and that's not what he was. I I blame Isaiah Thomas for that. They never got him any help. Like they gave him like a wash, Steve Francis, like Eddie yeah. Curry. Oh my goodness! Uh, who else played with him? Tim Thomas. Tim uh, Thomas was washed then. Uh, Jerome, Jerome James, like all these <laughs> trash dudes. Like uh, who oh else? There was times he was mad. He Michael didn't even Sweetney. Play. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't even play at times. He was pitting. and by the time D'Antoni got there, he was in the doghouse. They just bought him out. Yeah. You know, it's a shame that they they just didn't do right by him. Because, like, if they had got another star player, he was, like, a big man. It's a star big man. Not yeah. Eddie Curry, but, like, actual star big man. Yeah. They got Jared Jeffries and all these trash dudes. Like, if they had Amari when they – because, remember, the Knicks were – they said they could have got Amari a long time ago. They could have drafted him. They could have drafted Ron Artest. Yeah. Guys. You know, like, I think if he had played with, like, a Jermaine O'Neal or something like that. Yeah, oh, my goodness. He would have made him so much better. Jermaine, when he had the braids. 
Yeah, when you had the Braves, uh, you know, I I would have done that in a heartbeat, but, you know, they the Knicks messed it up. And then he ended up going to the Celtics after that, but then going out to China and winning a championship out there, and he became yeah. like an icon in Chinese basketball, winning championships. And Yeah, he's happy. He was happy. Yeah, you know, he had some weird moments afterwards, like <laughs> eating the Vaseline in that yeah. video and crying. crying and stuff. And, yeah. You know, he kind of tainted his legacy as far as american basketball and nba but like overall like especially in china like he's a legend yeah you know he had that all-star game um yeah, he balled out with him in ai yeah so wait did he went to so he went from minnesota to new jersey then phoenix because didn't they get new jersey get uh trade him to phoenix for a kid yeah yeah you're right he went to new jersey then Phoenix, then the Knicks, yeah, yeah and then the Celtics. That's how it happened. Yeah, 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 because he got traded for Jason Kidd. Yeah, I mean that was a good move by the Nets. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> then they got um, Kmart. Yeah, they got Richard Jefferson. It would have um, been cool if Steph Kerry had Kills. that Stephon Marbury. Yeah, if he had that roster. Yeah, he could have did the same thing because I don't think Jason Kidd was over like way better than him or anything yeah he yeah he could have did the he same was a thing. better scorer and he could play make just like him so yeah i i think it would he would i never thought stefan was a ball hog Nah, not at all he was like i said he, he should have scored more yeah um, he could have he could have did 30 and 9 that'd be okay with that yeah he could have easily did that but it just back then they wouldn't allow it they would just yeah. be like nah, he's a ball hog Yeah, but that was my pick, Stefan Marbury. Who is the next? What do you got for? So we're at the. That was. Um, the fifth pick. Yeah. Was it? That was the fifth pick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we Kobe, said Kobe AI. We I had um, Ray Allen, and then you had. Um, you had Steve Nash, and then I yeah. had Stefan. Yeah, so that was the pick six. Pick for six. The Celtics. Um. For the Boston Celtics, I'm going to take uh, Jermaine O'Neal. Mm. Uh, the reason being is because um, Jermaine O'Neal blossomed. And I think he would have blossomed on the Celtics because you got to understand the Celtics were bad. And he originally, he got picked 17th and he went to Portland. And you, you all know how Portland was. They had uh, Wallace. They had so many guys ahead of him. So he was a third string power forward. On the Celtics, I think Jermaine, we would have known who he was earlier Yeah. had he gone to the Celtics um, when he, you know. I mean, eventually he did play for the Celtics la later in his career. Um, so that's that, That's why I, I, I took Jermaine O'Neal. He's from high school, another guy from high school, um, Eau Claire High School in um, North Carolina. Yeah, he he might have came to the league a little too early. I think he probably should have went to college. Yeah, for at least one year. Yeah, um, I think that would have benefited him a lot. Yeah, that would have benefited a lot. He could have went to Duke, I think. I was reading something. I think he could have went to either the Tar Heels or Duke. Yeah, because he he's from Carolina. Yeah, and it didn't help that he got drafted to a bad situation with um, Portland. Yeah, because they already had Rasheed Wallace. There, yeah, so. so he he pretty much was in the doghouse for two or three years, and then he went to the Pacers for Dale Davis, um, and then he kind of just bloomed. Yeah, and he bloomed right in, with Indiana. Uh, made a few All Star. Remember, games. Reggie said that this is your team now. Yeah. And they could have won. Uh, they could have went to the finals that year. Um, yeah, you know, if it hadn't been for the Malice and the Palace. Great documentary, by the way. Yeah, really great documentary. Um, you know, he was a great. You know, he had a nice mid-range game, nice post game. Good block. Great he, defender. He the blocks too. Yeah, great defender. Like yeah. he, had, he was a two-way player. Um, like I said, that Pacers team, they could have won at least one championship together. That team where they had Reggie Miller. Ron Artest, Steven oh, yeah. Jackson, Jermaine O'Neal. Uh, I believe that was the year. Wasn't that the year that the Pistons went against the Spurs in the finals? Or was that the year they beat the Lakers? I think it's the year they beat the Lakers. Yeah, they, I think that Patriots team would have beat the Lakers because that Lakers team was just, they had so much turmoil. And think about it. On the Celtics, the Boston would have embraced them. He got most improved player in 2001-2002 season. He was a six-time All-Star. I think he would have been he would have been great for Boston. And then 
Pierce would have came alongside. Yeah, a couple years later, that would have a nice yeah. one-two punch. That original pick was for Antoine Walker, but I think Jermaine O'Neal would have had a better career. Yeah, yeah. In, on the Celtics. Yeah, yeah. Antoine Walker was was good. Don't get me wrong, but uh, obviously Jermaine O'Neal's better. I think they probably would have been a better one-two punch than Antoine yeah. and Pierce. Yeah. Probably would have won a ring there too. Could have, yeah. With because they their best run was I think they went to the Eastern Conference Finals against the Nets. Yeah, uh, they lost to the Nets in six games. I think that was the year the Nets went against the Lakers. Because he would have he would have been able to contain um, Kenyon Martin. Yeah. Had he had obviously if he developed. Yeah, I don't. I mean, they would have lost against the Lakers in the finals. That was yeah. the year that Shaq just dominated the Nets yeah. in the finals, and then uh, so yeah, Shaq would have dominated them, like threw them around like rag dolls. But at least they would have went to the finals. Yeah, that would have been on his resume. So that's why I got him on. You know, that six pick. Um, okay. Definitely, definitely felt like I, I agree with you. He should have did one year in college because he was super young. Yeah, he was, he was skinny. Seventeen. Skinny. I also think K, uh, Kobe and uh, KG should have went to college one year too. I think it would have benefited yeah. them. Yeah. Like, you know, LeBron was ready, um, but, like, I don't think they were ready. I mean, they were ready by their second year, but their first year, I think. If LeBron had went to college, he would have been on the Magic. Yeah. He would have drafted to the Magic and then Dwight. And they, I think they would have been good enough. They wouldn't even get Dwight. No, nah, they wouldn't have gotten Dwight. Yeah. Because the Magic drafted Dwight instead of a Mecca Ogilvy. Remember, everyone yeah. thought a Mecca Ogilvy was going to be the next big deal. Yeah. Um, but he was good his rookie year, and that's it. That was it. He was a 10 and 10 guy. That was yeah. all. Dwight was way better than him. Oh, yeah. After he kind of fizzled because he was playing in New Orleans and he was just 10 10. Never went up, never got better. I didn't even recognize, like, I don't even remember when he just, like, left the league. Like, Yeah, it was so league. quick. His rookie year, though, I thought he was really good, and then that was it. He was, I think he was getting almost 18. Yeah, I remember people were saying, like, oh, maybe they should have drafted um, Dwight. <laughs> he played for the Wizards, too. And yeah. Like, he just. Ameka's not, yeah, he's, he fizzled out. Um yeah, and then you but got, back to Jermaine O'Neal, that would have been the that's the pick for me for six. Um, right, who you got for, for seven? For seven for the Clippers, they originally drafted Lorenzo Wright in this pick. <laughs> <laughs> I would have drafted Antoine Walker in this pick. Um, yeah, you know, Antoine Walker was he wasn't a superstar by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, um, he was like an All Star caliber player, like not even a star. I would say like an All Star caliber player. Um, you know, he was very like streaky. Like he was a guy that he took a lot of three point shots in his yeah. era where he like did. it wasn't really like big back then and he was very streaky. Like he had career averages of seventeen and a half points, seven rebounds, three and a half assists. Um, you know, started off his career with the Celtics, you know, his first two years in the league he was getting like pretty much eight points a game. I mean, sorry. Uh, no, first year in the league. No, my fault. That was the last two years. Yeah. First two year, first year in the league, he got seventeen and a half his rookie year, then twenty two. Uh, so he came out the bat swinging, and then you know when Pierce got there, dropped to eighteen. Uh, he had over one, five, no, six seasons in the NBA where he got twenty points or more a game. Not bad. Um, you know, he could. He was a stretch big, one of the first you know stretch bigs in the league. Uh, like I said, yeah, he loved to shoot his threes. And, you know, they, he had that famous quote that they asked him, like, why did you take so many threes? And he was like, because there wasn't a four-point shot. And, you, know, <laughs> he, you know, he liked to shoot. Um, you know what I mean? And he was like a nice second piece to, to Pierce in Boston. Um, you know, can get you 20 a game, could score. Uh, and his coach always told him, like, as long as you defend, you can take as many sh- threes as you want or whatever shots you want and, you know he, he did that uh he ended up winning a championship with miami and playing with shaq and wade and gary payton and uh white chocolate jason williams yeah um you know he played about uh, yeah he played about like 12 years in the league he went to the wolves remember yeah, he went to the Wolves Hawks. for one season, the Hawks. Uh, he played with Dallas that year. Yeah. They tried to form a super team. He was team. good there. Yeah, they tried to form a super team with him, Antoine Jameson, um, I believe, uh, Derek, obviously. 
Well, I don't think Nash was. They had too many power forwards. Yeah, like Antoine Jameson, him, and Walker, and Dirk, and nah. It was just way too much. It was too much. So it didn't work out. He only played there for one season. Uh, You know, he averaged like 14 a game that year. Yeah. Um, but then he got traded like midway through the season from the Celtics. But then he, you know, he went to Atlanta for a year, went back to the Celtics for a year, and then went to Miami for two years before closing out his career in Minnesota. Uh, now he's an analyst. Um, he, I don't think he had a Hall of Fame career, but pretty solid NBA champion. Yeah. Stretch big, one of the first few in, in, the, in the NBA. Um, he became a kind of just ended his career as he a was good a role player. In Kentucky. Stud in Kentucky, ended up being a good role player in Miami. Um, He was that perfect fit next to Shaq because obviously Shaq was that traditional back to the basket. So having that stretch four uh, right next to him just opened up the the floor for the Heat and for guys like Wade. Um, Who would he be playing with if he went? Because you say, so you draft him to the Clippers. I don't remember who was on the Clippers at the time. uh, Who was that bus? Yeah, Oliver Candy. So you would have been with him? Let me look up that roster at 96. Oh, that roster was terrible. So he would have been – he probably would have been scoring a lot. Yeah, he would have got more than 20 a game. Yeah. You know what I mean? right. Back then, because scoring was – it wasn't as high as, you know, the scores today. So, like, if you were a 20-point scorer back then, you would consider, like, a star-level player. Yeah. But back – you know, their, their 96 roster with Brent Berry um, – <laughs> Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, Bo Outlaw. I don't know if you remember him. Rodney Rogers. Yeah. Uh, Lorenzo Wright. Yeah, this roster was trash. Although Condi wasn't even there yet. Yeah, they would have been a perennial like lottery team. Every year. Yeah, and then Walker would have averaged like 20 to 25 a game, but they oh, yeah, wouldn't. Elgin Baylor was the executive that year uh, in their front office. Yeah, that team was trash, horrid. The Clippers. The Clippers, yeah. I mean, I, hey, he would have got his numbers up, though. I was yeah, he definitely would have got his numbers. Probably would have been an all-star over there, too. Yeah, he would have been an all-star for sure. He just wouldn't win much. Um, you know, who knows? Celtics would have been better off with Jermaine O'Neal, but, you know, who knows how his career would have turned out. But yeah. I, you know, I would have picked him with the sixth pick. I mean, with the seventh. Was that seventh? Yeah, yeah seventh. seventh. Yeah. So with the eight pick, originally it's Carrie Kittles to the Nets, but I'm going to take Peja. Yeah, it's a good. Pick. I think Peja would have been would have fit well with the Nets, and he kind of would have filled in that um, that role that just the shooter, the three and D guy. Yeah. Um, Peja obviously got when he got drafted by the Kings, so we we know he he went late in the draft. Um. But imagine if he played with Kid, yeah, and Richard Jefferson, and yeah, Kenyon Martin, and Keith Van Horn, and much better. He would have been much better. And you saw on the Kings, he was what his third year. He was already averaging twenty a game. Two thousand one, two thousand two season, twenty one. He he dipped a little bit to nineteen, and then the two thousand three, two thousand four. That was his highest. He was getting twenty four a game. And he just kind of he's just been solid like throughout his whole career. He yeah. was always a good piece. Um, One of the greatest shooters of all time. Yeah, a lot of people don't know who Peja Stjakovic is, especially the um, the younger generation. Yeah, they have no idea. They have no idea who he was. But we, um, you know, when we were younger, we got to witness him, especially on the Kings and New Orleans. I thought he was great on New Orleans. With, yeah. Um, Chris oh, with Paul. Chris Paul, especially. When they went yeah. to seven games with the Lakers, I thought yeah. he was a, a a critical guy. Him and David West and Chandler. I like that squad. That yeah. squad was really good. I used to use them in 2K. Yeah, they were a um, nice little squad. Yeah, so that's who I got at for that pick. Um, it's just a no-brainer for me. Yeah, easily a no-brainer. Uh, from the next pick for the number nine pick, I'm going to go with Zojunas Elgalskis. Okay. Uh, you know... So, Jonas, he had a pretty decent career. Uh, yeah. Played for Cleveland for most of his career. He played his last year in Miami. Um, but, you know, he had a pretty good career. You know, averaged 13 points a game. Uh, what else? 13 points, seven rebounds, one assist. He I probably would have been, probably should have been suited as a backup 
big man, honestly. I think um, he would have started on Dallas. He would have, yeah, he would have definitely st- started on Dallas right next to Dirk. I mean, that probably would have been a nice combination. The original nice pick was Samika Walker. Uh, some awesome hockey walker. Yeah, he got drafted. Some hockey walker. <laughs> I remember him winning a championship with the Lakers, Walker. Um, but he, he was trash. Like, yeah. Not, nothing special. Ains would have been better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would have been a nice front court with Dallas with Dirk and him. Yeah. Um, you know, I, sure. I think they would have complimented each other very well. You know, Zogosis was, he was a pretty good rim protector. He played with LeBron later on in his career. Mm. Um, you know, he can kind of decent wasn't a good but decent rebound but yeah that's why i would go with elgowskis i mean you know he's solid big man i guess um nice pairing next to dirks can't go wrong with that yeah when i think Uh, they retired his number in cleveland i I mean he deserved it he played like damn near his whole career there except for his last year so why not try to win a ring in miami that last year yeah playing with lebron and wade he could stretch a little bit yeah, he had a nice mid range actually yeah. too. But I couldn't go to three, but nice fifteen footer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Never really a star. Nah, never. Like I said, I think he would have been better suited as a backup center. For the most yeah, part. for sure, especially in today's NBA. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so he can't shoot. He he wasn't a rim runner. He was, nah. Yeah, that mid mid range slow is, as hell. Yeah, slow footed. He can't switch on defense. He wouldn't even be able to play. Yeah, he would have got cooked. <laughs> if he was on the, you had to switch on the curry or something like barbecue chicken, <laughs> barbecue chicken on the perimeter. Uh, the original pick, yeah, we said some Michael Walker. Yeah, um, yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, you got Indiana. You got to make pick for them next, the tenth pick. So for the tenth pick for me, I'd get um, it's Slim Pickens right now. So I, I'd get a uh, Derek Fisher. It's not bad. Um, he could kind of just be that point guard role. Uh, the Pacers had at the point guard at that time, they had TJ Ford. Yeah. So, I mean. Wait, was it? This is 96. Was Mark Jackson still there? That's I don't a good, think so. That's a good question. Let me see 96 Pacers roster. Because if he was. Mark he, was there, was he? They had. Travis Bess was there. Uh, <laughs> yep, Mark Jackson was still there. Okay, so he would have. He could have learned a lot from Mark. Yeah, he would have been a nice solid backup. Yeah, because he was a three and D type point guard back then. He was. He um he thought he was better than what he actually was. I mean, longevity wise, I guess he's reliable. He had that clutch shot for that point four seconds left on the yeah. Court. That's one of his defining moments. He did, he did play for the. Remember, he played for the Warriors for like a year, and then you was it the Warriors? Was it? Yeah, I know he played for the Jazz. Yeah, he played for the Warriors for like really fast. Damn. It was so fast that like people forgot. Yeah. Yeah, Fisher was when, like when they had those jerseys. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's most known for playing with the Lakers, and you know, yeah. playing with obviously Kobe, Shaq, winning. Yeah, he won five rings. Yeah, he's... Because um, he was there for the first three. Oh, yeah, he yeah. was on the Warriors, yeah. He was on the Warriors when they had that... It's when he had his little hair, <laughs> his little fade. <laughs> yeah, because he... Um, yeah, he played with the three-peat, Shaq and Kobe. Mm-hmm. And then he came back and played with them, um, you know, with Apollo Gasol and Kobe Bryant. He's um, He was reliable, yeah, reliable. He can catch and shoot, defend the best point guard. Yeah. Uh, he was getting cooked by AI in the finals. They had to switch, put Tyron Lue. But, yeah. uh, I mean, there's no shame in that. It's AI. But, yeah, he was getting cooked. Um, but, yeah, I think he's a pretty solid, serviceable point guard. He would have been a nice backup for Mark Jackson. And, yeah. You know, play on, on the Pacers. Eventually, he probably would have started. Yeah, eventually. I mean, Eric Dampier is the original pick at ten, um, and we all know <laughs> he. I don't know. I don't. I don't think he deserved to be a top ten. Hell no, that dude sucked. <laughs> he was just. He played with Derek in Dallas as a, as a center. Yeah. Um. He was. I think he's probably like a ten and ten type of guy. Yeah, he's he was bad. Um. So that's why I put uh, Derek Fisher a little ahead. Of, you, you know, he, he played for Little Rock um, in college, Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah. Kind of a small school, but he kind of didn't. You didn't really know about him until yeah. he got to the league. So I think he was more famous in the NBA than college. If that yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, for the eleventh pick, Golden State. 
like I said, slim pickings. I guess I'm going to go with Carrie Kittles. Yeah. Um, nice 3 and D player for, you know, for the um, the Golden State Warriors. I was trying to think who's who's on their roster in 96. Was it? Um, it was, um, what's his name? Antoine Jameson? Because they were supposed to draft um, Vince Carter, but they ended up trading him for, um, yeah, that roster sucked back then. They had B.J. Armstrong, Melvin Booker, they had. Danielle, uh, Marshall, Chris Mullen was still there. <laughs> yeah, Chris was a little washed. Then. Oh, Spreewell was there. I forgot about yeah. Spreewell. So they would have had a nice carry. Kills probably would have fit greatly there as in that, in that 3 and D next to Mullen, next to Spreewell. Yeah. Uh, they would, um, they didn't, they never played good defense. So that Warriors team, especially with Don Nelson as their coach, they never yeah. played good D. You probably would have been a backup, actually, because Mullen was a three and then Sprewell was a two. Yeah. So he would have came off the bench and P.J. Armstrong was their starter. So, yeah, yeah. he would have came off the bench. But nice three and D wing off the bench. Yeah. Um, you know, can spell Lestrell Sprewell or Chris Mullen, you know, when they're, you know, when they need a rest could defend you know i because he could actually defend they needed his perimeter defense yeah um you know they just unfortunately for a guy like him he would need a really good point guard in order to flourish and they didn't have that on their roster their offense kind of ran through like Sprewell and mullen so uh, i don't think his career would have turned out the greatest there <laughs> unfortunately for him uh, he would have uh we would he would be yeah he'd be a late bloomer i think yeah, he would be a late bloomer because that was full-fledged Sprewell's team that year. I mean, he, that year he was averaging 24 a game and, you know, six assists. Uh, I remember he had that incident with P.J. Carlissimo where he choked him and, you know, yeah. they got him up out of Golden State, got him on the Knicks, went to the finals. Uh, I, I, he was one of my favorite players on the Knicks. I love Sprewell. That was my guy. One of my favorite players growing up as a kid. Yeah, Spree Spree was uh, that guy. Remember he made those Dada shoes? Yeah, with the spinners. Yeah, the Spree. He has rims. He actually yeah. has rims called Spree Wells. Yeah, yeah, he has rims too. But, I mean, Kerry Kittles, go back to him. I mean, he had a career averages of 14 points, three, uh, 3.9 rebounds, 2 assists. Not bad. He was a great player, on the, especially on the Nets. I, I, I liked him. Yeah, I mean, his rookie year, he got 16 a game. Yeah. Um, you know, he had he didn't, shooter. Yeah, he lasted about eight years in the league. Uh, he had a well nine years basically. Uh, he he didn't play one whole year because of a knee injury. Um, but nine years in a career, sixteen points, solid career, not not bad. You know, so he would be he would have been my uh, my pick. So that's eleven. Yeah. So for twelve for Cleveland, uh, they. Drafted. I don't even know who this is. Vitali Potapenko. <laughs> um, I would have got Sharif Abdurrahim. Yeah. Um, he's just a. He was just a three and D guy. Um, eighteen points a game. He. He kind of. Um, Sharif bloomed too quick. He was kind of good in the beginning, and then he just kind of stayed the same. He fizzled out. And yeah. He just fizzled out. And wasn't he on the Jamie Foxx show? Yeah, he was. He was always on those like he was he was popular like he was a great deadly shooter. He um no he was a four. He was a pretty good. I mean his career wasn't bad like when he started off because he had eighteen yeah. his rookie year and then twenty two, twenty three, twenty twenty. He I mean he had one two three four, five, six seasons with twenty points or more a game, which yeah. isn't bad. It's uh, not bad. No, not bad. He was a serviceable stretch. You know, stretch four. Uh, by stretch, I mean like the mid range, not like the three point line. <laughs> yeah. I said he was a two. Yeah, he he was a four. Yeah, he was a four. Um, solid guy. He had a pretty decent career. I mean, he played you know twelve seasons in the league. People would say that he should have been higher in the draft, but I think that's a perfect like around there because he you got to understand he went third. Yeah, yeah, nah. that's wild. Yeah, that's a that's a reach. <laughs> that's a reach. So I'm okay with where I picked him. Especially if you look at people got drafted after him, like Marbury, Ray Allen, exactly. Walker, like all better. Exactly. Jermaine O'Neal, like that was a huge reach for him. But I mean, 
I don't really know what was college stats. Maybe you know at the time because it drafting is hard too because you're you're looking at what they can do in college and then yeah. trying to foresee what they'll do in the future and then like because there's some guys who are great in college and they come to the league and they're trash and there's some guys that are just decent in college and they come to the league and they're stars. So because like, who would have thought Devin Booker would be yeah an all star player. I always kind of felt Devin would have been good. It's just, I was like, why is he going to that school? Yeah, He's was, going to a loaded Kentucky school. Yeah, that was a bad, because he went 10th because of that. Yeah, he would have got drafted a lot higher if he didn't go to Kentucky. He made a huge mistake. He did, but I mean, it was a good spot. I mean, although he didn't really start going to the playoffs until CP3 got there, but. Yeah. Um, you know, can't forget that. Can't definitely can't forget that. That team was perennially trash when. Yeah. They never even came close. Nope. Not yeah, not until CP3 got there. So Abdul Rahim still has a very popular like uh, jersey because the Vancouver one. Yeah, people that's one buy of the, it. It's one of the greatest jerseys of all time. That, that teal blue. Yeah. Yeah. You know that's great. Um, so yeah, he got drafted way too high in the the his original selection. So, but yeah, he's going um, number twelve to Cleveland. Uh, it's really slim pickings. It's really slim pickings. Two uh, more. <laughs> I guess for the 13th pick, I'm going to go. This is Charlotte. They originally drafted Kobe Bryant and stupidly traded him away. Um, but I'm going to go with probably Roy Rogers. I don't know. Most of our listeners probably don't even know who that was. But um, he was basically like a, a stretch for, think of it that way. He actually could shoot the three. Uh, I remember him playing for the Celtics like that one season. He was a really good pickup for them, um, yeah. you know. But he he was a stretch for, uh, you know. He didn't really last long in the in the NBA. Honestly, he was out. He was out after like four years. Um, his career averages were, you know, four points, three rebounds, and zero point four assists. <laughs> yeah. Nothing crazy. He didn't last too long. I think she he actually had a crazy accident where he was left paralyzed, if I'm not mistaken. Um, unfortunately, so you know that's, yeah, that's sad. sad. You know it's sad, but he was. I think he would have been really good in in the modern day uh, NBA, just being a six ten stretch four. Um, you know, if you could shoot, you could stretch the floor. I think he would have been great, um, you know, in, in um, today's era. But, yeah, not much more to say about Roy Rogers. Like I said, he didn't really have an impactful career, unfortunately. No, he didn't. He really didn't. Yeah. Um, so the last pick, what is that, 14? Yeah. Uh, I get Marcus Camby. Oh, shoot. I can't believe he went that low for us. We didn't even remember. He should have been higher. (laughs) Yeah, technically he should have been higher. And the reason we forgot him is because he was so high in the beginning. Yeah. And he definitely should have been top 10. But um, I'm okay with where he's at, to be honest with you, because that's still the first... That's the lot. It's still a lottery pick. Um, yeah, he's still a lottery pick. Um, he just never was available at times. Injury prone. Um, he went to the finals with the Knicks. Yeah. Um, he play, He really hit, played a big role because Patrick Ewing was out after yeah. the first round of that series, uh, the playoffs. Um, you know, wasn't really Patrick though. I don't think he could fill that role. He wasn't Patrick, but uh, obviously Patrick was washed by then yeah. also too. So he really did a great job. Um, filling in for Pat and being that center. A great defender, can rim yeah. protect. He had that mid-range, so he could stretch the floor a little bit, can rebound. He was the type of player that you shouldn't play him more than 25 minutes a game because if you did, you're asking for it. He, he's injury-prone. Think of like a D-Rose in today's game where like if you play him in that sweet spot 20 minutes a game, I think that's fine, but that's all his knees will probably give you. It's like 20 minutes a game. Camby was the same way. His best year was that, that his rookie year was great. He was getting 14 on the Raptors. Um, I liked him on that Raptors, and then he just they traded him. Yeah, I mean, they got rid of him, went to the Knicks. Uh, they got rid of for Oakley, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah, it was for Charles Oakley. I mean, he was injury prone, obviously, like from the get go. He played 63 games his first two years in Toronto. The, the Raptors wanted to win right away, so they got Oakley. Yeah, and then, you know, he never, the most games he ever played in his career for a season was 79, just once for the Denver Nuggets. He played great in Denver also with yeah. Melo and, Bar- um, and Billups. Yeah. Solid role player. Um, 
you know, he could play the four, he could play the five. He played in, um, he went to UMass. Uh, they won a chip over there with Calipari when he was coaching. Um, Marcus Camby was really good in college. Like, he, I thought he was better in college than the league, than NBA. Yeah, yeah, by far, I by think. Far. Uh, like I said, he's a solid role player yeah. in the NBA. Like, there's no mistake, you know, no mistake about that. Uh, and I think he could definitely help your team, but it's just like limited. Should minutes. have been a superstar. Yeah, should have been a superstar, but it's just he could only play in limited minutes, like twenty, yeah. twenty-five. That's it. So he's best suited. Like you can't have a star, uh, starting center as you're playing only twenty or twenty-five minutes a game. He could have went higher in the in, in our little redraft thing, but I'm okay with where he's at. Yeah, he's still a lottery pick. Still a lottery day, pick at the end of the day. It's just you know role player anyway, so it's not like he was. It's not egregious, like if Ray Allen or something was left off. <laughs> you know, he's, he's just it's a role player, anyways. Yeah. I mean, I obviously would take him over Fisher and whatever, but what's done is done. Yeah, I'd take him over Fisher, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. But let us know what you think of our '96 Rejaf. What do you think of our picks? Uh, who would you have taken with the first pick? Who would you have taken with all these picks? Let us know. We're going to have more specials like this um, in the coming weeks. Yeah, lots of other draft classes that we could do in the future. Um, lots of other special episodes. So be on the lookout for that. Um, as always, check us out on social media at Pick and Pop Show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you want to donate to the show, it's dollar sign Pick and Pop Show on Cash App. And until next time, guys, peace. Peace.